This is the difference with Sean and Cole. What's up? I'm Cole. I'm Sean. Um, we wanted to do a podcast together because we're different types of people. Yep. We're both smart, intelligent, funny, and handsome. That's where our, our similarities end. <laughs> um, and so we're going to talk about a couple topics today. Generally going to be sports related. Um, but, of course, we'll get into pop culture items and all sorts of different shenanigans. LeVar Ball. Yeah, we're going to start off with everyone's favorite topic today. I think we're going to start off with LeVar Ball. <laughs> I think LeVar Ball is a goofy dude who's really going to cost his son. Um, what do you think? I, I, I agree that he's very goofy, um, but I also salute him for being there for his son. Um, I, I, I hate the scrutiny that he gets in the media, and I think that what he's doing, though his execution isn't always the best, I think his intentions are positive. I mean, he literally told Kyrie Irving that he can't understand his father-son relationship. And Kyrie's like, yo, I have a son. And then he's like, you don't know what it's like growing up with parents because his mom died when he was like two. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's a little fucked up. It, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's fucked up for sure. It's fucked up. There's no excusing that. And I know that's not like all he does. He does other outlandish things. But nothing, I mean, the Kyrie Irving stuff was a little eh, weird to me. But, and we're all out of mistakes. So, like, let's, say, let's take that one out. He's still a little weird. I, I think when you're dealing with someone who has a very, uh, well, no filter, um, kind of like myself, it's tough to be able to peel back on things, you know, when you, you go home and you think about it and you're like, shit, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have brought his moms into it. Um, Do you think he has those remorseful feelings? He seems to me like a person that has zero remorse for anything. No, I think, I think, that, I think that when I listen to LeVar Ball talk and I see him, I think LeVar Ball is a guy who genuinely feels the way he feels but is also playing the game. He also knows that if he says he can beat Michael Jordan one-on-one, that's going to get people up in arms and wanting to put him on the show. If he says that my kid isn't working out for nobody but the Lakers, yes, that to some that may seem stupid. To me, that seems like great marketing. It's like he's going to be a Laker regardless. However you want to play it, you're going to roll the dice, he's going to be a Laker. That's what's going to happen. I know. I mean, have you ever seen someone be so happy for being like, yo, we're number two? No, but That's I mean, funny, right? But I mean, I guess on the flip side, it, yes. Who wants to be number two, right? It's the skinny genification of who, of who wants to go to play. fucking Boston and play. You don't want to go to Boston and play. You're from LA. You're a hometown kid. Any of us, if we play, if we ever made it to the league, we'd want to play in our hometown. I'd want to be in New York. I'd want to suit up for the Knicks. I hate the Knicks, but I'd suit up for the Knicks before anything. So you're an LA kid. You went to college in LA. You're, you can potentially play for the, bis, the biggest team, one of the biggest teams in basketball. Why the fuck not? And who else is going to side for you and root for you harder than your pop? Who else? I, I don't know. It's, Come on. Come I mean, on. You, your pop can root for you. You don't got to be like... Why is that a rule? I, I, it just, it's decorum. And here's an interesting fact. Here's an interesting is fact. Is it a fact or is it this, an opinion? No, this is a fact. This is a fact that I heard yesterday. Um... Steph Curry has equity in, in Under Armour. That means that him and Dell went to Nike. Nike presented him. I heard that Nike presented him the same layout that they presented Kevin Durant. And they said no. And they went to Under Armour. And Under Armour gave them equity. 
to me, it's it's not the same as asking for three billion. But why the fuck ask for one million when you can ask for three billion and push the numbers up? If the kid gets out there, he plays for a major market in LA. He gets out there and he's rookie of the year. He's the man. He turns the the biggest team, if not the second biggest team in the NBA, around. Nike's coming back, man. Adidas is coming back to the table. He probably won't get three billion, but he'll get something high. Yeah. People don't sell shoes no more, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking they about. Don't, they don't. They don't. I don't get that. They man. don't. The only person that sells shoes in the NBA is Michael Jordan. That's it. LeBron sells shoes, bro. Yeah, LeBron and Michael these Jordan. Shoes, these shoes nowadays are going for astronomical numbers. They always went for astronomical numbers. No, they didn't. Yes. Hundred, a hundred, hundred bucks at, back in, in the '90s, or whatever. When we, when we were younger, yes, our parents were not paying for that shit. These kids now are buying four hundred, five hundred, eight hundred dollar shoes. Phone posits go for two twenty five. You can't find them in any shoe store. That means people have bought those. That means Anthony, it means they Anthony didn't make a lot Hardaway of- used to wear fucking phone posits. He don't even play. He blew his knee out years ago. I love Anthony Hardaway. Me too. So there's, good- there's a book about Jordan. That's the coolest book. It's like a, a picture book, but it was also like sayings and facts, and it was really cool. It was like. When Penny, when Shaq left Orlando, Penny Hardaway came out to Jordan and said, "Listen, man, I'm gonna score 40 points a game now. I got all this room." And Jordan looked at him and said, "Do you realize to score 40 points a game, you have to score 10 points every quarter, every night?" Mm. <laughs> Think it's about tough. it. That's crazy. It's tough. It's crazy. Man. When you break it down like that, you hear someone scores 30 points a game, you're like, "Oh, whatever." But to score 40, it's 10 points every quarter, every game, yeah, every, every night. night, every night. All right. Okay. Next topic. Uh, so, so kind of segueing out of that. Who's your MVP? Uh, James Harden. Okay, why? I think part of an MVP is to make his team better. Right? And I think James Harden's team played very well. I mean, he had a rough last game. I get it. And that's going to leave sour taste in people's mouth. But I know MVP was done a while ago. Um, but I think he made that team better. That team was just a bunch of cast-offs, right? You can't tell me, like, his team's better than... What's Westbrook's team? I mean, I, okay. Go ahead. He turned that team into something, you know, because he runs an offense, he passes the ball, everything sets up. He doesn't hog the ball; it makes his teammates better. And he still puts up these almost identical numbers to Westbrook. Okay. Right? It's literally like a point less a game, a rebound less a game, and two more assists a game. And his team won ten more games. Okay. I I I I hear what you're saying. I personally think. The reason why Harden's team was so good was D'Antoni system. That's it. He's the he's the coach of the year. A, B. When Steve Nash was was when Steve Nash was under D'Antoni, how many MVPs did he win? Yeah. How did D'Antoni do in L.A. or how did D'Antoni do? Didn't have the players. How didn't did have the pieces in New York. Didn't have the pieces. He needs a guy who can run and control the ball. You didn't have that in New York. You didn't have that in L.A. For sure. And Harden's great at that. Right. Westbrook is the MVP though. No, because he did those things. He did. okay. If you put the teams together, they they went head to head in the in the in the playoffs this year. They did. They lost primarily because Westbrook has no players on that team. Run down the players that are on Houston Rockets. That's because he didn't let players play throughout the season. What man. you mean? Like he had a forty percent usage rate. That's the highest usage rate in NBA history. He doesn't have anybody else. Who? You who's, to, if you're the he's point got, guard, if he's you're got the point Victor Oladipo, who is he, the exact same kind of player. Do you remember after last season, people were talking so much about Stephen Adams being like one of the best centers in the league. 
sucks. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> You know that's true. You can't even play basketball with your back to the basket no more. That game is dead, especially in the West. I'm just saying, like, so how are you going to even utilize Stephen Adams? He's not a shooter. He can't. He can't pull up and do no type of shooting. He's got to play back to the basket, and they don't play like that no more. <laughs> they don't slow the game down. Westbrook did all of that work by himself. Got his team after losing the MVP. You lost an MVP player. You I agree. still came back. You still dropped a triple double. Every fucking game. It's like it's like okay. It's like being a good player in a bad team, right? Yeah. Someone's gotta get fifty rebounds a game for a team, right? Team gets fifty rebounds a game. Someone's gotta get those rebounds. And so if you got some trash ass guy getting fifteen rebounds because the team sucks, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the team's gotta score points somehow, right? And if the guy's gonna shoot the ball fifty percent of the time, his team shoots the ball. Who else is gonna shoot it? You got it's easy. It's easier for James Harden to pass the ball. You got everybody playing on the three point line. You got Ryan Adams out there. You got um, Eric Gordon out there. You got you went and picked up Lou Williams, who's a scorer. You got Beverly, who can come on and play the point when you need to. You've got more options over there. You got these Ariza. guys are all you got, guys off the trash heap, right? But if those guys were off the trash heap, then then the Oklahoma. I don't even know where the fuck those guys are from. Those guys are all paid, man. Like ooh. Cancer, at, I mean, those people, those guys, they threw those them. guys, they threw those guys money. That doesn't mean they're good. I'm just saying. Someone what, what thought they, they were good at one point, what right? What did Depot do? They I, got rid of, they, they threw away um, Sergi Baca's contract. They need to get rid of that. I don't know. I don't, that made no sense there, right? You're going to get rid of it. Maybe it wasn't a good locker room fit. Maybe he wasn't getting along with Russ. Well, yeah, because if you never get the ball, you're not going to get along with Russ. I mean, how, you, do, you, you, how you, do you have 10 assists and nobody's getting the ball? Nobody does more than ten assists in the NBA. So James Harden did actually. Oh my! All right. I mean, he. I mean, he did. Okay. He, he threw two more assists a game than. Uh, okay. Russell. I'm just saying. Nice. That's twenty five percent more assists. Twenty percent. I'm sure if, if Harden was dropping forties and fifties as well, he was he was shooting the ball majority of the time. That he, means he was coming no, down the court. And he had a usage rate ten percent lower than. Russ Westbrook's was like. Seven, eight percent higher than anyone in NBA teams, history. And, and that's the why teams, the team bombed. But the teams were not as good. They didn't even bomb. They made the playoffs. I know, and they bombed in the playoffs. But, it does, but I mean, he doesn't have any pieces. Give him one piece. Who, who could you put around Westbrook right now? If you're good, you develop your talent on your team. This is his first year after having a team. I know. No one got better. Everyone on that team got worse because nah, all he did was worse. dribble the ball. He just pounded into the ground. Nah. That's all he did. I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it. I, I mean, think I think he I needs love Russ Westbrook. But he needs another piece. Man. If he pulled back fifteen percent, I think his team would be that much better. No, no. Flip them and take them off each team. Put Westbrook in this in D'Antoni's system. Take Harden. You're gonna get the same result. I don't think so at all. Yeah, I don't. I, Harden, what was Harden, Houston before D'Antoni? They had a bunch of guys that couldn't do shit. This guy was taking two all the years shots. ago. They made it to the Western Conference Finals with who? I can't even tell you. Oh, I mean, all the cast-offs. Who's that guy that uh, beat the Clippers? Uh, and then just was out of the league. He came in like had like a great... Like, they had all cast-offs on that team, man. They had Dwight Howard on that team, but don't tell me he's a player. You can't tell me he's a I player. Mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm not buying I'm not buying that. I think, I think Harden's much more like Steve Nash than Westbrook is, right? I could, I could roll with that. I don't, I don't think Westbrook can pass and run an offense like Harden can. I, I truly don't. He's not that type of point guard. He's not at all. He's he's a, he's an he's aggressive, ball he's, a, he's an Allen Iverson type of point guard. Yep. Give him the ball, let him do work. So I think if you switch those teams, I, I don't think 
I don't think the Rockets have the same success. I think he has more trust in the players that are on the Rockets right now than he would on the players on OKC, which is my point that OKC doesn't have as good of a team as the Rockets do. I'm going to trust Ryan Anderson to take a three. I'm going to trust Eric Gordon to take shots. Who do you trust on OKC? Doug McDermott? Taj Gibson? These guys are castaways from, from our Bulls that ain't... They, were, they couldn't do shit over here. They couldn't do nothing. I mean... Ryan, Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon were just they were literally castaways from the Pelicans who suck. Truly, truly. So, like, systems help, though. That's my point. You have a better team with a better system, it's going to work better. Point guards run systems, though. Right? I, and, it and, starts and so, from the top. And so if you think... Okay, if you think that... Russ has no blame in his system being bad. No, 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 no. I'm not, not. I'm not saying that Russ isn't to blame. I think Russ, like I said, is very Iverson-esque. He's he has no trust in the guys on the court with him, which is you can't do that as a point guard. You can't do that. You got to trust your team. You got to trust that you have somebody out there that you can play with. Um, with that being said. It's tough when you look at that OKC team to see who his guy would be. Olin Depot and, and Russell Westbrook, to me, cancel each other out. Olin Depot can't shoot. So he, they cancel each other out. They do the exact same thing. Um, I don't know who their starting three is. I, Roberson. <laughs> like, who, who are these guys? Cantor. Uh, these guys are not. He needs a piece. He needs somebody that's not Durant. He needs another alpha where if he's not hitting, they can pass him the ball and he can go in for a few minutes and, and do work. That's what I feel. But no, Russell is to blame. He's not passing the ball. He's not being a team player. He doesn't trust his guys. That's a tough one. I think he's good. I think Harden's the MVP. We, we disagree. Um, we're on the eve of the NBA Finals. Do you think the Cavs have a chance? Do you think the Cavs have a chance to win two games? Yes, I think, the, I think the Cavs can pull out two games. I think, I think I went into the playoffs believing that Cleveland is going to win the championship. Wow. I did. I did. Um, Was that because you didn't think Durant would assimilate back in? No, 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 no. I, feel like, I, just, I don't feel like Durant's an alpha dog. He, he proved me wrong this year. I, like, always, I don't think he's an alpha dog. I, I, I think he's the man on that team right now. I think he's, I think he's asserting himself. I think we're going to see a different Durant in the finals because he can smell that ring this time. And he's already been there. And he, he's not like a guy who's never been to the finals, doesn't know what to do. He's been there. He's already lost to LeBron. I think they've got tools. My, my advantage to the Cavs is this. I think the Cavs have a better bench. I think they have a better cast of characters coming off the bench that if they're playing good, they're going to give Golden State a run for their money off that bench. I, don't, I think Golden State's bench is horrible. I mean, who do the Cavs have on the bench that you like? Um, I mean, Deron Williams was once a top three point guard. Um, can, he just needs to put it together for seven games. Yeah, he was once a top three Actually, point guard like 12 years ago. I mean, he just needs to put it together for, not even seven games, he needs I, to put it together for, if, for if three he, if, games, he has a half, if he has a half, I mean, he could win that game. I, uh, I agree with you. I love Deron Williams, but he's been trash. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Iman Shumper is a pretty good defender. If he puts it together. See, no, no. I know what you're thinking, Iman Shumper, bro. You are 2K in this. Amon Shumper's great in 2K. Oh, and you know that. On, you know this. Amon Shumper's on every one of your 2K teams. Never. Never. You know this. <laughs> never. But Amon Shumper at one point was a defensive guy. Before he, before he blew his knee out, the year that Rose blew, they both blew their knee out together, he was a defensive stopper. If he can put it together for a game or two, 
that could be something. Like I, I think they have pieces. I think I think Kyle Korver is a huge addition to that team. I think um, I couldn't even tell you who's on Golden State's bench right now. Exactly. I don't think it matters. I think they have enough starters that they can stack, like the start stars and then stagger them. Like you know, with the star, like when you have two players, what Oklahoma City always fucking sucked at before. Well, Scotty Brooks was that. They'd pull Durant and Westbrook off at the same time. Right. You start them, and then you pull one off, and then you pull the other off, and bring the, you know what I'm saying? So right. you always keep a superstar in there. Golden State's lineup's so loaded that you're always going to have two of Draymond, Clay, Steph, and uh, Durant in there. Clay hasn't even been having a good playoffs. Yeah. And you know my stance on Clay. I'm not a huge Clay fan. I know fan. you're not a huge Clay fan. But you talk about, like, oh, if Durant gets hotter, Iman Schumper. Clay can score 37 points in a quarter. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to tell you He's literally think, done that. I'm going to tell you who I think my X Factor is, okay? Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I know you're saying. I think, I think what you're saying. Who? I think you're going to go coach on coach. Hell no. Because Steve Kerr's not coach. It's Mike Brown coaching, man. Nah. Mike, Mike, Brown, not Mike Brown knows LeBron. He knows, he knows all the ins and outs. Yeah, you know, if Mike Brown wants to know how to stop a LeBron offense, Mike Brown's the coach for you. I don't even think that LeBron's, offense was trash when he was the coach. I don't even think LeBron's offense is key. I think Kyrie's offense is key. But my X factor in this whole series, Kevin Love. If Kevin Love shows up and gives you even what he did in Game Three, um, if he shows up and gives you old Kevin Love, Minnesota Kevin Love, he can go fifteen and fifteen. Uh, I think he's going to give Draymond Green some work down low if they if they change the game plan. He's going to give him some work. And Did I you think, know that the Cavs had a better offensive efficiency this season than the Warriors? I believe it. So they can score with them. I just they don't can score. I don't think they can stop them. I, you know, it's gonna. I think the X factor is Kevin Love. I think it's also gonna come down to defensive matchups. I think Kyrie's is a Kyrie is my second favorite player in the NBA. I think Kyrie is gonna have a huge test. To also keep. sells the third most shoes in the NBA. That's what's up. See, I got a pair of Kyrie's at home. Fuck with Kyrie. Um, I think that Kyrie's going to have his hands full with Steph. I think Steph's going to come out like a beast. Um, and there's two guys that you're just going to have to let get their numbers. You're going to have to kind of let Steph get his numbers, and you're going to let you're going to have to let LeBron get his. So I think I think the Warriors are going to sweep the series. You don't think the Cavs going to get one one no, win? I don't. I think the Warriors are going to throw the perfect playoffs up there. It's never been done in the NBA throwing the perfect playoff. 16 games. 16 I can't roll with it. I can't roll with it. I am going to roll. I am going to I am going to sway. No, nah, you know what? I'm not going to sway. Fuck that. I'm going to stay with what I'm staying with. I'm going to say this goes 7. It's going to be epic. I don't think so. Yeah. I think well, the Warriors are the best defensive team in the NBA. All right? By all the ratings, whatever. Um, and I think they're so much better defense than the Cavs are defense. I think they're and they're very equal teams in terms of offense, and so I, I just think that huge. I mean, Cavs defense has been trash. And you know, LeBron. You know, LeBron can light up. LeBron can go take Durant out of the game, right? And that's great, except for Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm saying seven. I'm saying Cavs are seven. I think that the league and, and the league and the powers that be want. An interesting finals. Everyone's waiting for this. Everyone loves a rematch. They're gonna get one. I think the refs are gonna play a part in it. I think I think there's gonna be a lot of factors into it. And I think it's gonna go seven. I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna they're gonna make up these seven games are gonna make up for the rest of the playoffs being so boring. 
That's what I. That's what I feel. Yeah, I think they're going sixteen now. All right, we'll see. You win seventy three games one year, and the next season you go sixteen. Oh, that's 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 fantastic. It's two things that's never been done in NBA history. Nah, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. I still can't believe they only lost nine games last year. Think about that. Yeah. I know the Bulls lost ten games that one year, and that was amazing. But like, it's crazy to me. Yeah, so I mean, the league's different. It's definitely different. The league's different. But when the Bulls lost games, the Bulls would lose games to trash teams. So it was really funny. Like that year. Right. Like. They'd smoke, like, the Knicks and the Pacers who were good teams, and they'd lose, like, the Timberwolves. They'd take a day, they'd yeah. just take a game off and not do shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what's up? What do you, what are we, what are we thinking next? Where are we going next with it? Why does baseball suck to watch? <laughs> I, I may have a biased way of looking at it. I, I was never, I never came up playing baseball. I never had, you know, I like, I like, you know, um, Dell Strawberry and, and, and Doc Gooden and, and those guys, <laughs> those guys didn't kids? make it. Yeah, like, <laughs> they were hanging out in, in, in the in the BX getting their drugs and shit. Um, I, you know, I guess I I don't know. I don't know. Baseball's too fucking long, man. That's too long. Too many games. Not, is, right? not enough brothers. Not enough exciting plays for me. I, I used to love Ken Griffey. I used to love Barry Bonds. People hated him. I don't know, man. It just it just bores me, man. Like, I'm a huge Cubs fan, right? And last year was a very special year. It was fantastic. It was wonderful. And I watched probably more games than I'd watched in the previous 10 years combined last year. Okay. And this year, it's still the same team. They're still fantastic. I think I've seen a game and we're 50 games in the season. Yeah, but nothing gets hot till the fall. Yeah, but no like, one I watched all because that was a special team. You know, it was a special season. You just felt that. Vibe. Yeah. And so baseball is such a regional thing. Like, if your team sucks, you are not watching that game. Right. It's amazing to me how baseball salaries and everything keep escalating. I don't understand how that keeps happening because the economics of that baffle me compared to other sports. Like, the NBA just seems vastly more popular. Well, it was super popular in Jordan, but it seems vastly more popular since 2000 right now. Like, vastly, vastly more popular. The football's super popular. Now. Right. Baseball seems like it's got such less popularity to it. Um, Do you think it's a demographical thing, though? Like what, I was, like what I was just saying, where like I don't see a lot of players that look like me or give me that excitement. Like so very few uh, African-American players. So do you feel like that may have a, a piece to do with it, where you're not getting more African-American families or viewers watching the games on TV, but what, you know the NBA comes on and you can throw a lot more money towards... Yeah. Sponsorship and things like that, you know, at commercials and stuff. But, but here's the thing: that MLB is making all that, but they're making more money than the NBA significantly, um, which is the one crazy. You know, like the NBA. The, the interesting thing about MLB is that they have small national TV deals, where the NBA is all national TV deal. Right. Like, that's where they make all their money. Right. The NBA, it's local, regional deals, um, or, or baseball. I'm sorry. So you can like you can only watch Cubs games. Kind of. Yeah, local. You know, you can't really watch Cubs games. You know, right. they got the apps and things like that. But so they get a contract from like it's to them specifically. It's not to the league. So the Cubs go sell their own contract. Okay. And so um, that's why companies like the or teams like the Yankees they started the Yes Network, right? Right, right. And so they did that for a couple reasons. One was because every dollar you get in this Major League Baseball franchise, there is part that goes to revenue sharing, right? And so teams that own their own networks 
let's say the teams that own their own networks, um, like let's say the Yankees television contract is worth $400 million a year, right? Well, if the, they own their own network, they can pay the Yankees like a million dollars for it. Right. And so that $400 million won't hit the revenue sharing. And they get to control all the market, you know, because if it's worth $400 million to someone, it's probably worth that much to them too. Right. Right. And so the contracts they hit, I mean, they're huge, but they're local. And so it's just, a, I, I really think what it is, the reason why, it's because it, baseball fills time. And so if you have 150 games of baseball on your network, you got to think five hours for pre, post, and the game. Right. Every game. Right. Times 150, that's yeah. 750 hours of programming. Right. You know, if you buy, like, if you're a network and you buy, like, 20 half-hour episodes, that's 10 hours of programming. You know what I'm saying? Like, think right. of all the programming you get there. Do you think the baseball fan is somehow different than the football basketball fan in terms of the advertising in terms of the commercials are they are they charging more for the commercials and for the time I think they're charging significantly less for commercials really but there's just so many more of them okay yeah, right. instead of 15 games you have 100 or instead of 16 games you have 100 because what do you get with NBA Cavs play on a week and they're getting We had a little distraction there. Um, but anyways, baseball's kind of boring. It's good if your team's good. And still that's a little slow. Good shot. I don't think they can speed it up anyway. I, I don't know what it is. Um, if it's making money and people are still watching it, people are still going to games, if it ain't broke, you know. I would, in, every, in every sports league, here's what I did, except the NFL, I wouldn't pare back the games, right? If you drop... MLB from 160 games to 80 games, they'll never do it because what I said before, it's right. programming hours. That's right. why baseball makes its money. But if you could do that, um, it'd make every game more exciting and more important. Right? That's why the NFL is so exciting because every game is important. Right. If you lose a game, you're screwed. For sure. I would even do that with the NBA. NBA regular season is long and boring. I like, I like 50. I think 50 would be perfect. I think 50 would be perfect. 50 would be perfect. Like, same with NHL even. Like, I'm not a huge uh, Hawks are good, so I watch the NHL. Um, but the regular seasons on these—they're just that too, too long time-wise. It's too long. There are games that don't matter. You yeah. can go a month without playing a game without any more. Yeah. So. For sure. My thoughts. For sure. Pair back the games. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, I think we're done here. That was the episode. First step of the difference. Peace out. Later. <laughs>